Well, what an eventful week. Obi-Wan and the premiere of Miss Marvel. We may have to talk about Moon Knight just to lift our spirits, guys. Hey, do you remember Marvel? Hey, I remember that. So who wants to do a recap on what happened on the episode four of Obi-Wan, which is what we are covering today? <laughs> yeah, I can. I have something to say. I would, just before this episode recorded... I looked at the the plot synopsis on Disney Plus, the actual Disney Plus app, where is the only place you can find this show and find information about this show. The synopsis says Obi Wan plots a mission. Uh, I mean, Thank you. <laughs> thanks, Star Wars. We we want to give away some information, but we don't want to give it all away. I, I don't want to sit here and tell you guys exactly how I feel. You're gonna find out very soon about this episode. Yeah. But like, I mean, it feels like they're just giving up on all ends of like trying at that point. I have a solid paragraph of points uh, to bring up and we can go through one at a time. But like, I was just thinking of a recap because when people listen to the shows, you know, you want to know what they're talking about. You want to know what part of the episode. But as I was watching episode four, I, I don't, I mean, there was a water hallway and <laughs> so, so Obi-Wan goes from a planet where I, I don't remember where episode three takes place. He, goes to the inquisitor's base where they're keeping leia and how right. how did he know she was there how did he know the inquisitor base was there oh yeah the guy that was conveniently in that cave that helped him uh, okay here's the thing like there's we i need to <laughs> jerry <laughs> i'm gonna say guys that i'm definitely last time that we had this podcast jer the episode three did nothing for mm -hmm. you you felt that we were mm -hmm. giving all this fan service when it came to star wars here's darth mm -hmm. vader this is the only way we can make people happy because we don't have any writing and plot and acting and costume and set and and anything ready that's a lot like, of check marks. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I was, and we're going to kind of do a little bit of a, a segue from your podcast, Real Good Movies, into here. Okay. I was listening to you and Dan talk about what makes a good movie. Mm -hmm. And I had watched Obi-Wan, and then the next day I go into your podcast, and I hear that. I'm like, what a good question. Like, what makes something good? Like, what is it that, because last time me and Steel really enjoyed it, but you didn't. Sure. Um, and I'm trying to think what makes something good. Is it that we need to get these fan service devices or is it? So as I thought about it and um, I, I think I messaged you a little bit yeah, on yep. what I think makes something good. And I feel like it's like it, it all starts when it comes to somebody making a screenplay. Um, and it's this game of telephone from then on, you know, someone yep. makes a screenplay. Here's my idea. This is what I've written down. He then hands it over to like a production company. They take it over and then they need to they need to see it and hear it for exactly what it is to lay it over to a director to then sure. do their vision of the same thing. It's just, if anything gets messed up in that communication game of uh, telephone, when it comes to production and making TV and movies, it's not going to work and it's not going to come off right from that original right. idea. But with my beef with what you said is right. But my beef with Disney and that formula is that, they think that you can throw endless amounts of money on something or at something, create endless amounts of show with one intellectual property. Yeah. So if you ever hear people say IP, like this is an original IP, like video games, oh, this is an IP. They mean intellectual property. And Star Wars is easily one of the biggest next to the MCU and Harry Potter. To just keep pumping out show after show after show without thinking about the formula, without thinking about the writing, the acting, uh, all of it, all, every single piece of this show not a single part of it is working. 
I feel like the message got broken up each chain along the way. Um, mm -hmm. Last episode, Steel, we enjoyed it. We got Darth Vader. Yeah, and we got a lot more Darth Vader in this episode, too. Which, it just feels like... <sighs> I didn't like this episode. This episode mm -hmm. sunk the ship for me. I said last time I'm kind of getting on board this Star Wars train. I definitely wanted to jump yeah. off last episode. Um, and the fact that we didn't get Darth Vader here and I hated it so much and I liked it when we got to, it makes me feel like if I don't get that, then I just don't like it. And that's yeah. not good. Yeah, go I didn't mind this episode too, too much, mm -hmm. but you know, can we just, all, all things aside, can we just at least admit that Obi-Wan with Leia under the trench coat was like a sad attempt at trying to bring a kid into a movie theater? Like that was absolutely <laughs> fucking brutal. Dude, let me let me How did nobody one? notice that? That was incredibly obvious. The orchestration of every single frame of that show I had a problem with. I kept finding issues every time they cut to something else, like that's an issue. That is usually a perfect indicator that you are done with something you do it about people you do it about cars you don't want to put the money in to fix cars you, you you're done with your house you don't want to make home improvements you just you, you cut your losses and you move on and it's almost like it's impossible for star wars to do this to cut what they had cut what you've had since 77 and move on yeah we're going to talk about other shows in, in future episodes, but when you guys said episode three, I tried to go into episode four with an open mind thinking, hey, this is an undeveloped uh, Obi-Wan. This is an undeveloped Darth Vader. Maybe give some more depth to the depth to their character. And it, it didn't happen. I tried to watch it with that in mind, and it didn't matter. And this is what I was saying last time is that I was getting the two characters there. I said, okay, maybe these are two players at hand here that we're, we're focusing Darth Vader and I said oh, oh it definitely this, is that's what the show is we thought it was gonna be all this development we got no development last episode but we got development so this is what I noticed last episode that kind of mm. pissed me off that I was like you didn't you just bypassed all the writing and story building for example there's a part where you know in the beginning uh Obi-Wan's trying to use the force a little bit on a, like a little trinket on like the ship going to the, the base and you can see he's still not like one with the force and then all of a sudden he's in this hallway and he's like fucking blocking all these like things using the force uh, all these lasers using right. his lightsaber harnessing the force i'm like okay so all of a sudden now like, without any tie-in yeah. to you dis discovering something there has to be like <laughs> you have to discover something about yourself to be like hey i unlocked it there's the key he did nothing he's like oh i know what to do now and i'm a i got the i can hold this um right this water. is what i mean in in the sense that they don't give any other character or even one character time to develop because if you watch let's compare it to episode four of stranger things that we were talking about uh, we're never going to talk about stranger i'm things, ready to kind of compare it because it, it, it has to happen now it has to it's like honestly one of three biggest shows on tv the shows that everyone's talking about and they so came you out have... at similar times so you right you know, so you you kind of have to put them up against each other because yeah. they're competing for screen time at the moment think of it that if, way if anything marvel should be beating the shit out of shows like stranger things it should be beating the shit out of shows like uh miss marvel but it's not and we're here talking about why to me episode four is i actually thought to myself is star wars dead like star wars is literally dead at this point you can you can do cpr on somebody for 45 minutes three hours they're done it's just the way it is why do we got to keep trying to electrify and zombify this this thing with stupid like i, I was just so 
Obi-Wan to me feels like a series for nostalgia. You're and right. And, and I got I got a few things that I have yeah. here that, you know, just, just I kind of noticed. Quick, do you think how much do you think nostalgia plays into the quality of a show? Yeah, it's important. I think and one I'm of the main reasons I'm enjoying this show is mainly due to nostalgia reasons. But that's the thing. But that's it. You should. It shouldn't be the only thing I want to go do is I want to see two lightsabers no. touch because that's just one moment. We need. I need to be sitting down for an hour and watching Stranger Things. I'm on the edge yeah. of my seat each for the entire every episode. word, every I'm, word, dude. Exactly. When it comes to this stuff, I'm kind of waiting for something to happen, and um, it, it's and now as you like you said. Uh, steel the only thing i'm waiting to happen is get served darth vader i was not excited <laughs> you i was not excited until the end of it when darth vader comes and and holds the third sister up and he, by the way even that was so off brand for uh darth vader throwing this fucking fit the way he did i'm like darth vader should just kind of walk in the room and just kind of pick her up not go well, i'm in the room here i am don't forget don't forget what we were talking about is he's still in that you know anakin fit kind of personality so maybe him coming in and doing that that's still anakin he's been not... darth vader for 10 years do you know how much i've changed in 10 years let alone oh. darth f and Va daddy vader <laughs> so I, I i wanted to get behind your point it's a good point and and for most shows you can say that about undeveloped character but star wars isn't like a character-based show what? so i'm not really expecting crazy character development I'm, I'm expecting a decent story and the story in episode four Go go through your notes, Sparky. Let's just yeah yeah. So, yeah, so I was just just some little things that I had noticed that um. So when Obi Wan is swimming to uh, the Inquisitor's fortress or whatever yeah. the hell it is, it reminded me of um episode them swimming. One? Yes, episode one mm -hmm. when they were swimming on Naboo. They had yeah. you know the same um yep. breathing apparatus. Everything. I was like, this is just a nod to episode one. You know, mm -hmm. um, it's probably the most visual appealing part of the whole episode, to be honest. It's with you. cool. And I like that those things, and especially in like Stranger Things is, is like the experts at doing this right now, is when they put little references to things, but you don't realize it unless you know somebody who's either seen that or is well versed in that. And Obi-Wan is a case of little bits like that with the swimming underwater. Good call out. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's it's he look at like this is you get this and then they hit you in the face with their left hook with fucking Darth Vader and it it sucks any kind of emotion or or care I had about this show in the fact that don't beat me over the head with fan service do it politely do it correctly and do it subtly and they don't do a single one of those goddamn adjectives mm -hmm. I guess uh, the third sister is I thought she was the fifth sister. Yeah, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, like, okay, the Grand Inquisitor yeah, dies, and no one no, knows I, what place they're in. So anyway, yeah, Sparky, well, you're definitely right. Mm -hmm. we, we know who, she, yeah, we know who she is. Sure. But when she was probing at Leia's mind, and we know that Leia's force sensitive, and we can see that she is able to withstand that a little bit. Yes, I, I like that. I like that. I hate that. I, I like that part. <laughs> really, I can't. Okay, here's the thing about that that scene the entire interrogation scene is the moment i had problem with everyone's acting 
Um, oh my god, dude! hundred percent. But the okay. thing about yeah. what you just said, <laughs> yeah. Steel, um, right. about uh, Leia being force sensitive, I'm like, that's a huge plot hole because we don't get the idea that Leia's force sensitive until mm -hmm. this, like, the what is it, the eighth episode of Star Wars? We already have where she, you know, she gets exploded into space and then she uses the force to bring herself. That's the only time that we've seen that Leia has like talked about, touched the force, or thought about the force. We, okay, you're making a, good, a better case for the last. <laughs> Jedi being a good movie. Go ahead. Which is See, fine. I'm okay with that being a good movie as long as we can leave these TV shows. I'm all about leaving. I'm at, I'm at the point now, guys, where I'm like, yeah. let the movies be the movies. They're great. They're fine. They all have their little issues here and there, but they're fine as the Star Wars stories go. Stop making these I'm, long, I'm, I'm dragged poke, out things. I'm going to poke a hole in your logic there. Let uh, me hear it. Let me hear it. <laughs> um, Because if we remember the original trilogy, yeah. Leia calls out Luke, hear me. Oh, in episode five, yeah, you're right. Okay, but Luke. is that Luke using the Force that, to send his? Is that him reaching out with the Force more than it is Leia reaching out with the Force? Uh, but you know, Le Leia, hear me, and Luke, and she, she just she feels it. She because she's Force sensitive, she can feel that. Okay. And listen, okay, listen, okay. So she, let's go on. She is force sensitive, whatever. You she know, is, they of course. are. And, we, she but is. She, she's very strong willed, even as a kid. And I think yeah, that's kind of what it. plays into the force sensitive with. With I, the mind, at least with the mind trick. At I'll least give the you the benefit of the doubt that she has the ability to harness the force right now during this interrogation scene. But it's very out of character for the third, fifth, whatever sister this is now. To The way she interrogated her, you have this demeanor. She literally, the first time we see her, someone speaks up in a crowd and she slices off their hand. Then we get this nerf babysitter who's trying to like, Hey, Leia, <laughs> are you want to tell me the secrets? Oh, you don't, yeah. you can't do it with the force? Well, like, it just seems so out of character and i really feel like if she's that strong that, she could beat a child who's not tested with the force you, I just... you'd think but they don't go into there's a lot of things they don't do they don't we don't know how how intense the grand inquisitors are we don't know what they're capable of do they use the force obviously but to what extent Mm -hmm. this character the girl interrogating princess leia not in the slightest we can't even intimidate a 10 year old kid are you shit me? Well, like this Come is the on. thing that scene, this the acting in that scene from yeah, her, it was, really it was bad. It just took this one eighty. I felt like she was like this. She had a very stern, yeah. angry yeah. demeanor, and she gets into this room with Leia, and it, it was Swap like as... her with. Hmm, let me think. If we had to change her with another actor to <laughs> increase the quality of that particular scene, you know the person who plays Michonne from Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. I think she would have done a very good job in that place. Yeah, because there's a certain intensity that's built with her. Exactly. So this new actor, there's no intensity. I don't intensity know. I, I like the casting choice for Leia. Leia's oh, Leia's fine. fine. We're talking oh, about okay. the, the just Sony Grand Inquisitor. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> okay, so anyway. Oh, is the Sony Leia. Grand Inquisitor. So, and I got one, one last thing that I just <laughs> – a little little tidbit that I you've I don't know if you guys have ever meant or um, thought of it or just mm -hmm. heard it, but – you overhear a stormtrooper saying "Nur" gives him the creeps. What's a Nur? With the water, the water, the water planet. Oh, Nur is the water planet. Yes. So, and it's just no it's idea. Just, it's just funny that <laughs> you know the stormtroopers are just you know mm. just just the, the the little banter between them that you know it just it's just, it's a it's a reminder that they're just they're just regular fucking 
There. I mean, so, so give us a Star Wars, like a Stormtrooper show, like a buddy cop Stormtrooper show. Oh my god, show a Stormtrooper show would be fucking hilarious. Those two Stormtroopers I mean. from The Mandalorian who are sitting there waiting at the beginning of that one episode or just sitting there talking. That, like, is... that is great writing. That is good stuff. And honestly, That's... make it a comedy. I don't care. Don't don't give me a Star Wars movie or show. Give me a Stormtrooper comedy and I will fucking be so, there. So this is kind of the point we're making comes all around is that maybe star wars needs to cut what they have make something new for new generations so that it doesn't feel like it's beat to a pulp yeah sorry we've gotten the same thing for decades now at this point and like we're, we're used to getting it and it feels like they're trying to give it to us it, it, i don't know it's like we're not getting enough of it i mean for this to be Obi-Wan, the first series we've been waiting for forever, I feel like they should be trying harder. For example, we had the whole Jabin thing happen, too. That, what is I, that? Is that another planet? Dude, for, for real. Like, you don't get dude. enough of the dialogue happening and them talking about things. <laughs> Everything's so, like, by the way, we're on Jabin. Oh, and let's... I gotta, yeah, I gotta check my blood pressure every time I think about <laughs> something that happened in this show. I yeah. remember I was editing our last episode, which does come out um, right after, right before this one. Um, about Jabin. I was excited about Jabin. I'm like, oh my god, we have the path in Jabin. We're gonna get all these Jedi. And it was legit. Oh, you're cave. talking about okay. It was a cave with two people in it. It was literally like there was, <laughs> yeah. it was and it was it was barely Star Wars cave. It was like legit a cave. They put some wire around it, like it's Star Warsy now. Like I fucking like like Jer, I was so upset. I, I legit watched it with like your glasses on. I'm like, all right, let's analyze this thing. It's not no, I can't take I can't take credit for that because <laughs> When you're watching something, and I said this in Spider-Man, you're literally devoting your time, and time is money, yes. to watch a 40-minute episode. And when you get dumped on with quality garbage, it's disrespectful. And you, you, you start to pick it apart and realize what's wrong. Sparky had a great bunch of notes there. Shit they picked out that said, hey, this doesn't work, this works. And you can kind of narrow it down and see, like you said in a formula off the top what worked for this show not a single facet there's no good music the acting's terrible the writing is boring as hell my producer at one point turned to me and said where is it my producer asked me did you write this and that should never be a question that i'm asked watching a multi-billion dollar corporations tv show and i'm not i'm not i'm not like the best i'm not aaron sorkin okay i'm not the best screenwriter in fucking hollywood to know how to tell a story is a basic concept, and you should have to prove that or provide some kind of test when you're when you're making shows about Star Wars. I agree. I have a question Fucking for you assholes. guys. Like, <laughs> I have a question. Like, I'm watching this show, and I'm currently watching Stranger Things as well. And I don't care if mm. I'm comparing the two. If they, if we're at this part in our no, we've, generation, we've determined you're, you're right. You're right to. We to, need quality okay. TV, regardless. No matter what, like you said, you're spending time and want quality TV. We're at this point in the world where these uh, Netflix and Disney are running the show. You have the money behind it. Let's not pretend sure. anymore because we have Stranger Things that comes out of nowhere. Doesn't have Star Wars money. Doesn't have Disney money, and is able right. to produce gold every single freaking episode once i saw that episode four stranger things and episode three i don't care it, that's my standard mm -hmm. right now for tv uh and writing and even movies for that matter because it's the same people taking on these uh these jobs yeah it's a real shame when you got two people controlling the the entire future of star wars can i go through my my points point let's by go point through some of our notes here yeah exactly. hold on i got i got one last good okay. scene that i did enjoy though okay i Just like the, this best part the, of the, the episode the jedi tomb Mm. Okay. 
what did you it, think? It, how'd you feel about it, Steele? So there's there's three things kind of that, you know, you know, I had to look up, you know, when he approached one of the uh the tombs who it was and it was um oh you're talking about like the 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 people stuck in the amber yeah no that was a tomb apparently those were were all jedis oh oh they were jedi why didn't i know so so one (laughs) the one that he starts stops in front of was jedi master tara sanub or sanubi okay Um, so i i i had to look this up because i didn't know who this was so i have it here it says the elderly Kozian made his Star Wars debut in the animated Clone Wars series, notably helping Ahsoka oh. Tano recover her lightsaber in the season two episode Lightsaber Lost. All right, so um, I want to make And a- as Obi-Wan passes by several more dead Jedi, all staring back blankly, until he stops again as he takes in a horrifying sight of a Jedi youngling with a frightening look on his face. Yeah, whatever. Kid's I mean, probably being a brat anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> running, quit running around the Applebee's. Throw <laughs> in the amber, amber tombs. <laughs> Eat your chicken nuggets. So you Tombified. I mean, I didn't care. Okay, I remember that part of the episode. They're like, "There's something underneath here. What are they doing?" And in my head, I'm like, "What is it? Another fucking Death Star laser? Like, what the fuck oh, is God. it?" Oh God! Imagine Star Killer Base Two. Dude, like if that oh, was it, boy. I'm done. Like, I don't, I don't. This is legit the same story. That's over and over, that's over, your over, breaking over, point, over, dude. Over I, 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 I reached my breaking point in episode three. That I know. Was it. This I is was this done. episode. I'm done. But like, I'm that... glad. I'm glad. I'm honestly, and, and it's it sounds so disrespectful to the people who made this show, but I'm glad you're done. I'm honestly glad. Fuck Star Wars, man. Well, it's like, <laughs> I was I. Here's the thing about the tomb, though, is like, I, we went down the tomb. Steel, you had to look that information up. We were hanging out yesterday doing some work on the podcast, and we were kind of going through uh, the Sony Grand Inquisitors. And I looked up the guy, and I noticed that he has a big part to play in the animated series. And so I said to you guys, his death must have meant something more when we see it happen. But we, who don't see the, we didn't watch the animated series because really it doesn't feel attached to Star Wars just being an animated series, yeah. not seeing that, didn't know. And we need to be told a little bit more of this in this show can i just real quick compare it to uh mcu's what if in that in that you don't need to watch the animated series what if but is it cool yeah sure you might you might say oh that's where that version of doctor strange comes from cool star wars is like they force you to watch everything animated or live action otherwise well you don't get star wars <laughs> yeah 100 yeah. percent. so part of that part of me looking this up was you know it's like okay well why keep the bodies of the dead Jedi, right? Some kinky shit, probably. So, you know, it pretty much just says, you know, beyond simply being the bad guys, they, you know, there's three reasons, maybe, potentially. First, put them on display just as a big game hunter. That's a trophy room. That's that's actually sick and twisted, dude. That's sick. And that's That's some character development. (laughs) What do you think of that? No, and it's the Empire. Who the the fuck knows? Maybe. Mm. Second, Keeping the bodies of the dead Jedi would serve as a warning to the Inquisitors, many of whom used to be Jedi, as oh. a reminder of what would happen should they turn against the They Empire. should know. They're hunting Jedi. I feel this like that's something. Sh- this that... should have been. How hard would it be to take 10 minutes and, and explain that in episode one? Right. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm getting paid nothing to write this. So and Disney, then... get at me. <laughs> the, third, <laughs> the third reason, which, I mean... Based on all of Star Wars that we've seen, this doesn't really seem like much, but mm-hmm. 
keeping the corpses of Jedi would be to make them use for nefarious purposes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you can do with a dead Jedi's body. We'll reenact the uh, NSYNC video we did a reaction video. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think we see any of that in Star Wars, do we? With Well, dead if we Jedi. do, it's just this is the problem. It's like we have this thing happening, but we have no dialogue, no story, no anything yeah. explaining that except seeing them and us having to do external research afterwards. That shouldn't be the case. I should be presented with something and say at the end, all right, this is what's happening and excited for what's to come. Okay, my first point is when I watch my favorite scene, I'll, I'll, since Frank gets to do his, I, I get to or else I'm yep. telling. <laughs> Producer! I'm telling you, Mom. No, I was sitting there and I thought, how how would I fix this show? And I'm going to pitch it to you guys and you can you can tell Disney. My okay. favorite scene in, in the show was when they were both in the back to tanks. I think that's what they're called, the back to tanks, like the healing water. Yeah. When he oh, put the dip Obi Wan, you know what? I actually forgot to mention that that was another throwback to uh, Empire Strikes Back when Luke goes into the tank. Just wanted to throw that in there. Just okay. another nostalgic thing. Oh yeah, mm. little little callbacks. It's, it's yeah. okay. It's it's, it's a plot. It's all the ways. little. It's all the little things. I, I don't mind them. And when you were when I was when they were both in the the water tanks, and I'm I'm watching them, and it kind of cuts back and forth between Darth Vader and Obi Wan almost like they're the same person in the same back to tank because it almost feels like they're sharing a brain. Okay. You know yeah, how yeah, they, they yeah. feel each other's pain and how maybe from clone wars, which I've never watched. They're so connected spiritually and forcefully that they can't separate even 10 years later. And I thought, wouldn't that back to tank or the water tank where it shows some kind of telekinetic connection at the beginning of the show, build that up, and but have that scene be the very end of the show after they have the rematch of the century. Because we said this last season, this, the lightsaber duel should have been at the end, the same yeah. way it was at the end of episode three. Everyone knew it was coming, and it was just the most epic shit. And so to have that be the focal point of this show, I think, is is key, with the subplot being Princess Leia and then the Grand Inquisitors and all that shit. So have the show start like that. Start us with uh, the connection of Darth Vader. Show us what they've been to over the last 10 years. Show us how they're still going at each other's throats and they haven't moved on. Show little bits of that. Don't just have these stupid Grand Inquisitors with god-awful costumes, god-awful makeup come in and be like, well, Darth Vader's mad and he wants Obi-Wan, so give it to me or I'm going to have a tantrum and kidnap a little girl. I don't give a shit. There's so many more interesting ways to explain this story, and this was just huge botch altogether. So no, like I was, I was on board with the show, and then I don't know, like like you said, I I thought getting Darth Vader in the beginning was a really good thing. Sure. Um, I was I enjoyed it, but then once I didn't get him, I realized that you were right, Jer. I was like, holy shit, I did need that fan service because this writing is horrible and the story's giving me nothing. nothing else to look there's at. There's nothing like, else Darth Vader going on. on. So if you did, I like how you said that. That would have been a really good way to do it. Tease the presence mm-hmm. of Darth Vader, a connection between yes. the two the whole time. Like have him like in Empire, the 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 Empire Strikes Back. The Empire yeah. was in the background, like you said. Yeah. And have them this looming black dark dreary presence of darth vader come up every so often 
even like around the, the... Obi-Wan as a character, right? Like, knowing that they have that connection, knowing every time you see Obi-Wan yeah. that Darth Vader is kind of there. Like, you don't need to know that Darth Vader's there because they they share that 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 force yeah, ability. Yeah, they share that hatred for exactly. each other. Exactly. Um, and so. now that, like, and then we, I honestly would have been on the edge of my seat each episode. Even with, like, the mm-hmm. little bit of bad acting here and there would have been okay and be able to have been ignored if I oh. knew something was, like, coming in the end. Yeah. Yeah, still, you got your finger, fingies up. What do you need? No. No. <laughs> I, I, I kept yeah. reading after uh, I said that third reason. Okay. So uh-huh. I'll reread it. The third and arguably grimmest reason for keeping the corpses of Jedi would be to make use of them for nefarious purposes. So I didn't know a lot of this backstory, so I just kept reading here. <laughs> you look so disappointed. <laughs> so you guys tell me. I'll I'll go. I'll I'll read this, and then you tell me what you think. In Star Wars Rebels, the Grand Inquisitor uses the body of Master Luminara Unduli as bait in an effort to lure Kanan, Jarrus, and Ezra Bridger into a trap after they received word that she may still be alive. Meanwhile, in The Mandalorian, we see that Imperial scientist Dr. Pershing uses Grogu's blood as part of his work potentially in an effort to clone a Force-sensitive being such as Snoke or the Emperor himself, which would explain his return in The Rise of Skywalker. No! Perhaps early efforts with the blood of dead Jedi proved unsuccessful, leading the Empire to find a living subject from which to extract midi-chlorian-filled blood. I'm so only, so I, only, I can only get so old here and then just only so much Star Wars. I shouldn't have... This is what's pissing me off right now because it seems like you really... If you didn't watch Clone Wars... It was like an obvious thing that we missed it or something. You know what that seems to me? Like, if you didn't read 18 novels, watch right? six animated shows, read a comic book, and then talk to Darth Vader in person himself, you don't know really what the what the hell's going on in this show. So and I'm going to go through I a couple of that's kind of what I hate about the Star Wars continuity, whereas, you know, you've mentioned Marvel, and Marvel's continuity... You know exactly what the hell's going on. No, they don't miss a beat. Marvel, no. like, this is what's, like, kind of confusing the fuck out of me. And I don't know if it's the association with Disney, but, like, Marvel is, seems to get their shit together. They they know how to make a product. They know how to make it new. And they know how to make it work. Like, even if I can, for example, Hawkeye, all right? Hawkeye mm-hmm. is probably one of the one shows that Disney came out with that I wasn't too excited about. But every episode i wasn't bored i wasn't wondering what was really going on i knew exactly what was going on i knew what the theme was he has to get home for christmas i was excited for that fact um here i'm like i don't know i'm just kind of excited for it to be over now (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the worst fucking thing if i wrote a tv show and i heard anybody on the face of this planet said i can't wait for this show to be over right done done man that's devastating that that's Uh, proof right there Anyway, we, we, I kept, kept cutting you off. What were you going to continue yeah, with? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Jared. Oh. You were going to continue with your points. Oh, yeah. I'm just going on. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, this is all shit that pissed me off. There's not a single good point. <laughs> the, in, the, in, the, the super conveniently placed lady that can get you in and out of the Grand Inquisitor's Palace. Yep. Fuck that. Lazy writing. Uh, it was another episode of go here, do this. Go here, do this. Go here, do this. Don't do that. That's lazy writing. Every actor, good or bad, is so far away from convincing that I can't believe a single line of dialogue. It goes back to that interrogation scene. It was not... She went back and forth between emotion, between the way she was talking to Leia, and I'm like, I really hated that scene. If that scene wasn't in there, I may have been okay with the acting, but like you said... Don't you think that that was kind of like a mind-fucky kind of... 
attempt. didn't get it from the, the it was the act here's the thing steel it was the acting i understand the point of that scene all right it, we have leia she's captured here's that moment oh no a young one might be able to break uh, information but i was so fucking annoyed with her acting i wasn't even bored i was annoyed i was like no right. no no you need to be better I, I i know what you're saying because i think i kind of felt a little bit of what you're feeling okay i know what you're saying though okay that 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 scene didn't work for a couple reasons when you're interrogating a 10 year old I'm pretty sure there's Geneva Conventions against that, but I don't know how shit in Star Wars. Also, if you're going to interrogate a 10-year-old, you are the biggest scumbag almost in whatever part of the galaxy you're in. So be it. Work into that character. Yes. This girl is trying to ride a line between virtuous and wanting to be Darth Vader's pet uh, to interrogating 10-year-olds. So what are you? Darth Vader is clearly he'll he'll fucking light a Jedi on fire, dude. And you're here interrogating a ten year old, and when you can't do it, she straps her. Into what that is that laser what, chair? Yeah, what is that? What is that chair even supposed to do? Go, go to your timeout. Listen, when 100%, that one hundred percent, that's exactly what it was. I said that in my notes. That it was a timeout chair. Exactly what it was. I'm gonna get there eventually because I just go like these notes are chronological. If you don't care about these facts, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna read them anyway. Yeah. Uh, no planets or idea or where each character is. No clue. We said this earlier, and. When we were watching Infinity War uh, for the the Marvel like a re rewatch or whatever, I I joined in and uh, <laughs> there's a scene when they first reintroduced Guardians of the Galaxy into the Avengers universe, yeah. where it just says we know they're in in space and it just says space on the screen. And that now does, that's a little comedic, but it does so much just by saying space. I yeah. I understand it's comedic. <laughs> But it, it helps you transfer from one point on Earth and just to yeah. completely it just it's just that extra layer that helps moving the there's, story. There's a really important thing in, in movies and film and people don't realize how important it is is an establishing shot. Just show us where we are. Show us what house we are in. Show us are we on Earth? And if we don't know what planet is, like when they went in uh, Endgame, they went to Vormir and it said Vormir in like mm -hmm. the biggest fucking font you can find. <laughs> to tell us where, because we don't know what Vormir is, so you have to tell us. And so Vormir now is a big thing in that movie just because yeah. of that. Just because of that. They told us where it is and they put we're it in not, a... We're not sure taking MCU. The same thing for nowhere. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get back into MCU. When they went to show. nowhere, they <laughs> said nowhere across the screen. You guys remember Exactly. Marvel? So, and, again, I think... Do I think it could benefit? Uh, can't make the show worse, so try that out, Star Wars. Uh, everything is so easy. There's no suspense or tension. No, oh, you're right. the water's the water's coming into this this hall. I don't know. I haven't used the force in a while. Maybe I'll be able to hold it. Maybe I can only hold it so much for a certain amount of time, and then while taking on these droids. But no, he can just keep the water out and then flood it when the fucking the bad guys are in the hallway. It was the dude, convenience of the same thing you said with the woman who comes in and out. Like, like her, she was legit yeah. just to get the story along, or else Obi Wan <laughs> wouldn't be able to do it. Because I hate yeah. the part where like, well, Leia's not sure where is she. Where how can we find Leia? And all of a sudden, they can hear the scream in this base that's the size of the planet no honest to god and then she's like well i can help get you a distraction i'm very close to there too and i can like i <laughs> yeah when yeah. she was going in and out of the security checkpoint and then the one guy gets skeptical and there's a little bit of tension there but it's not it's diffused so quickly and the fact that she's like i am your commanding officer call me sir okay just walk on through like this is the biggest fucking imperial base this side of whatever hoth i don't know i'm just naming star wars thing <laughs> Remember Hoth? I was gonna say, I knew Jim was gonna say, I miss Hoth, man. I miss when I looked at a rebel base. See, well, there's a rebel I, base. I, I, it goes back to what you were saying about Star Wars. Like there are certain things that we know. 
right? Mm-hmm. You see a big sprawling city, you're like, that's Coruscant. You see a desert, you're yep. like, that's Tatooine. Tatooine. You see snow, but, you think Hoth. But then there's Jakku. And actually in, in episode seven, they, they I think it says Jakku on the screen. So good on them. Yeah. But if they show something that we're not familiar with, they just we should get a name. Yeah, we should get a name. Exactly. And I hate that because they're then you're yeah. you're you know, you're stuck going, oh, <laughs> okay, hold know, up. wait, where Real are quick. they? And they're like, oh, they, they mentioned the planet like fucking 20 minutes ago. I just can't remember where the hell they are now. Can you guys name a single planet that they were on in the in show except Tatooine? You can't say Tatooine. What planet were they on in this show? Name oh, one location. I just read I it. I want to say Jabin was a planet, but at the same time, it felt like it was just a fucking cave somewhere because it didn't do and show anything. Like, oh. even talk, I have a note here that even like when they get to Jabin, there's no. They said there's only. Jabin's bites? Jabin's bites. Is Jabin the mining, the mining planet? Jabin. <laughs> is it? I don't is know. Is Jabin the mining one? No, or? no, because the mining planet was where they were in that stupid, shitty Western set that they had. And then they moved <laughs> yeah. him to Jabin. the planet. It was so bad. Um, and okay. then I just said, I, my note here is that like when they're on when they're on Hoth and when they're on that um, rebel base that they get to in Force Awakens, you know it's a rebel yeah. base by the movement there, the people, what they're wearing. I had no idea that this was a start of a rebel base because there's like two fucking people and three people in it. They don't talk about it. Even one of them dies mm-hmm. as their first rescue mission at the end of the, the episode. Did not care that that guy died. I mean, I don't even know who the no. fuck that guy is. Yeah, I didn't care. Oh, that was another part that made me say, remember snow speeders? <laughs> yes. Remember those? <laughs> also, they show up. Did you see how bad they looked flying? Dude, yeah, don't. I, yeah, yeah. You know, if you say if anything's bad, I'm just gonna say yeah because it was. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> it, it, you, you. I don't know. I'm I'm used to Star Wars, the the big budget movies where mm-hmm. you see a ship come in, you're like, damn, that looks fucking sweet. This was like, wow. They really did a good job with the fucking computer making that one. Oh my god, yeah. the moment that he, that uh, Obi-Wan and uh, Hala land in it, I was just watching it. I'm like, man, that is like, that's either green screen around a toy or just like, I don't know what it is, but the fucking. It just, were it looks so unbelievable. I was like, they would have been better off not having these ships in the episode. Even the base um, looks like leftover Darth, uh, um, Death Star hallways uh, and stuff like weren't that. Weren't those too. ships supposed to be like round? based fucking ships for the most part i don't fucking what the ones that show up at the inquisitor base yeah they're snow speeders from hoth yeah they're the same ones that take down the atat walkers remember atat walkers oh yeah i remember that i do remember those (laughs) those things are the best i I honestly miss those here's i get it like where i think we stand at this point we have the mandalorian that was all over the fucking place we had boba fett that was all over the place and now we have the next show that we were like thinking was gonna be the saving grace because it's gonna be obi-wan and it feels like it's taking it's taking the same suit i just i should have known at the end of season two of the mandalorian when they just poured on the gravy without even asking me if i wanted any (laughs) it's like when you go to a restaurant they say when and you're like, okay, that's that's enough. That's enough Star Wars. Well, here's Obi Wan for you. Like, he just sits there going, okay, you're welcome, and just keeps going. And you're like, you oh, want more? Shit. Oh, you want more? You, you, I didn't give you any cheese for your pile of cheese. But and then they add Darth Vader. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and start this though. But I was like this. I'm now. All right, so we got thumb down. Oh, One no. thumb down. Like I said, I. I am not okay. I want to. I don't know. I I want to. 
I hate that it's Star Wars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like they gave me something I've loved my whole entire life, and they just they like you said they beat it into a pulp, and I don't want to let go of it, and I want it to be good. I want it to be good. But like I don't know where we go from here. I don't know how they pick it up. They can't. I, they this don't. They feel can't. like this it's is, rushed. I I feel like it's rushed. And I mean I I'm, think I'm, the the Leia under the trench coat scene kind of proved that. You know they could have taken their time and found a better way to get her out of there, but they just said, "Nope, just throw her under your jacket. No one will notice." Lazy writing. Lazy fucking. Very. Very lazy writing. Like every single every single scene in this. So honestly, with everything that we've said, with if anyone has anything great to uh, talk about this episode, please give us your feedback. We would love some like silver lining here. But like I'm, I'm two thumbs. I'm one thumb down, one thumb sideways because like it's that I still love Star Wars and stop beating my baby and I'm holding on to my baby still, but like okay. yeah. The problem if... is I love Star Wars and I love getting the nostalgia that they're giving me. It just it doesn't feel like a new product. It feels like they're just recycling old shit and just trying to appeal to the audience. This is just, a problem. This is they're a like, problem hey, with... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. This is the problem with you Star Wars people. <laughs> you want you want more Star Wars, but when they give it to you on a silver heaping stinking disgusting gross terrible pile of shit, you're like, "Well, this is garbage." And I'm in that same boat, and what I think I need to do is I need to eliminate everything outside of one episode 1 through 8, never touch it again. Never think about Star Wars. And if I really want, you said AT-ATs. If I really want a dose of AT-ATs, I'll rewatch the opening scene of Empire Strikes Back. Well, my wife made a good comment too about like um, the generations that have grown up with Star Wars. We've had this has been around for decades. We have generations within generations of enjoying this. Uh, I think I don't know if you guys have watched How I Met Your Mother. No. So there's an episode in there where they talk about Ewoks, and they said you either you can tell when a person's born because if the girl thinks the Ewoks are cute they're younger because they see them as nice okay. adorable teddy bears or if they see them as cool and awesome then they were older and they know what the uh, the ewoks actually are because they've seen star wars i feel like oh, this would be a nice easter egg for our uh, star wars bracket <clears throat> which is coming up after this episode <laughs> by the way everybody okay so you're giving it what one and a half thumbs up i'm giving it one and a half thumbs down oh shit my bad i'm yeah, sorry it's, i didn't mean anything it's by worse. that it's worse I still have about six more points I'm going to blow through before I give my verdict. That's zero. Real quick, you guys don't even have to add comments. It's Love fine. it. Oh, when they sh- uh, everything is so easy, there's no suspense or tension. When they put her after the interrogation into the, the chair, that chair in the middle of the giant stadium room for whatever reason. It's actually a um, throwback to something. I can't remember what. It's, I think it might be from a video game. Okay. Whoop. Right over my head. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Not surprising. Exactly. Just like everything exactly. else in this episode. Uh, when they put her in that chair, I literally said out loud to my to my producer, I said, carbonite her ass. <laughs> I wanted them to put her in goddamn carbonite. I would have been, Can yes, respect. Start carbonite. the petition That's to carbonate amazing. Leia. Yep. So okay. then uh, the episode goes on and the convenient lady who's conveniently there to help him get in and out. Convenient lady. She, <laughs> I think about this shit and even my producer was like, I was so embarrassed watching this. I was honestly cringe. I almost had to turn it off. From second embarrassment. Wow. When she open hand slaps the stormtrooper in the hallway. <laughs> oh my god, I broke uh, that down. Yes. 
I wrote that down. She she smacks his helmet, and that was enough. <laughs> Fucking For dumb. Fuck's sake. There, there's not much, not much we need to say about that. So, <laughs> let the people process. That was one that of my one. notes. Yeah. Uh, last week I asked, "Is there such thing as too famous for Star Wars?" But now I'm asking, "Is there <laughs> such a thing as too high definition for Star Wars?" Because I'm watching this and I'm seeing every little imperfection in their laser tag sets, in their shitty costumes, the way the lightsabers light up way too much. Like you rewatch some of those other Star Wars, did the lightsabers give off that much like light to, to no. illuminate a whole room blue? Rochelle even made a comment about that. It was like, like holy shit, like those things are so bright, and I'm like. I don't know why they're yeah. so bright. Star Wars so always does better when it sticks to its roots with the animatronics, puppets, and less of it. It's just better. You're absolutely right. When she open hand slapped the stormtrooper, I legit said, are you fucking kidding me? Like, out loud. I have a note that pissed me off. It's right underneath my smacks the stormtrooper <laughs> uh, okay. note that I have because I saw that too. She smacked one and then grabbed the other guy. I'm like, oh, what the yeah. fuck? Um, so here's one that I that completely, it says, completely dry. Obi-Wan swims through the ocean, comes up through the space, and is walking through the hallways dry, not dripping. Like if that was me, my like in those hallways, I'd be sound like a basketball court. He, there was nothing that showed me he was underwater. <laughs> I feel like his coat is definitely not hydrophobic. <laughs> that thing hair. would be absolutely drenched. Right. Oh, yeah, you're right. There's a part where he walks by and his hair is like, there's strands of hair kind of glowing because they're a little dry. And I was like, what the fuck? You, you know what I, I think know, it is? Is it's like when you walk into like a supermarket and they have like the hot air that blows on you. <laughs> Like one of the glass like doors wash. opens and he like just sits over there for a little bit. Like a Jedi wash. <laughs> so that, that's what happened, right? Jedi. He opened one of the blast doors, stood underneath the warm air, dried no, right. off, and then I'll continued tell you why. the mission. It's because then nothing matters. Nothing matters in the show. You guys remember snow speeders? I do. Uh, and then my producer asked me during this episode, because we were so out of it, she said, "What happened? Uh, how how crude do you want to do? We want to keep this PG? No, like, go ahead. Talk about body parts? No, no, no. I, I, no. It's explicit when it goes say. out. It gets she explicit. Said, <laughs> this like caught me totally out of left field. She said, "What happened to Darth Vader's penis?" <laughs> <laughs> that's wait, it wait, i don't wait, know why wait, wait i'm sorry i'm sorry that's wait, a whole other episode no, tune in no, future no, where we did it. no 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 you don't just drop that and say wait where did she connect those dots where, like, where did they give a sh i'd when... have to i'd have to torture myself and rewatch the episode to make make her think like what triggered that question uh to be honest i don't want to know we'll just leave it one of those un unsolved mysteries and so for all of those reasons, those really good reasons, I'm giving the show four thumbs down. Whoa. I don't even have four thumbs. This show is unwatchable, guys. Wow. I'm sorry. No, you're absolutely right. I actually hate that I tried turning off my brain, and for the first three episodes, I was like, you know what? This is the way I'm viewing the show, and mm -hmm. as of right now, it's doing great. And then this episode <laughs> happened, and I'm like, you know what? I don't know how long I can just try to keep my brain off and keep this going because i'm noticing like we talked about earlier the lazy writing you can and only just... fake a smile for so long before your face starts to hurt so and i think that's the reason why i have to give it the thumbs down you know and it's 
Oh, just watch the show and you'll see the reasons why I give this show two thumbs down. I mean, I don't know if we're going to get any more podcast shows out on this, guys. Because honest to goodness, I don't know <laughs> if I even want to. Like, I love you guys. and I'll talk about, talk about anything with you two. But yeah, like, for real. I don't know if I can just sit down after this show and just put myself through it. Um, okay, so let's I really let's hope her... episode five is just an action-packed fucking blow it out of the water won't, episode. Because it won't save it. It, it won't, won't save it. We have two but episodes it's gotta, left. It's got to give us. It's got to give us something. Look, Just something. Look at where we were at episode and Moon Knight at episode four. We were like, we didn't know how they could fucking fit all the stuff they could, they had to fit in in just two episodes. And now I'm sitting here being like, they can't do anything to do anything with this. And it, it's it, yeah, but Moon Knight wasn't a ten planet kidnap a child from like moon knight had layers on layers Empire. on layers on th- i don't know I'm, I'm just so upset fuck it, and... fuck it. our next episode <laughs> on episode four five and six and i'm not joking people in the future listening to this show will will record a five minute thing we'll just say if we give it two thumbs up or two thumbs down and that's the whole episode i, I feel yeah. like you know where it's going I really don't think our next episode, if we do this, it will be probably a combined episode of the five and six, and I don't think it being our biggest one. Two, four, six thumbs down. Awesome. Good awesome. job. Next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I promise you we do have uh, some TV that we uh, we are going to talk about that we do enjoy uh, coming up. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll reconvene about more Star Wars later. All of our listeners out there, we don't make promises on this show, um, just like the writers of Star Wars should have. All right, guys, um, let's do our plug. Steel and Jarrett in that order. Ah, uh, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash steelsparky. Real good movies. I, I, I'm not going to say what movie just came out on Spotify because I don't know when this episode's going to air. So it's <laughs> going to be two or three weeks from now. Um, <laughs> So yeah, there's probably a new episode, like insert new episode title here. I know, we're, then, yeah, we're recording a lot for you guys right now, and we're trying to make sure you guys get the content out on our time, on, in order. Um, so yeah, um, anyway, don't forget listeners, head over to Moogingbeing slash podcast to check out all of our future episodes, past episodes, and to give us your feedback. All right, I'm Bean. I'm Jer. And I'm Steel. And we hope you remember this podcast. I should have said I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs>